0: Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. guest today is Lindsay Vertner. In 2007, a fatal car wreck left Lindsay Vertner brain-dead and paralyzed. Medical experts were amazed at how Lindsay's miraculous recovery. She uses her unparalleled perspective to push her clients towards success in their personal and professional lives. Lindsay's expertise teaches female entrepreneurs and leaders how to master their mindset and increase their self-care, self-worth, and self-discipline, what Lindsay calls the three pillars of self. With a Master's in Professional Counseling, Lindsay is a graduate of both Indiana and Liberty Universities. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Grateful to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm so grateful you're here too, and you took the time to show up and love today. So thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, Lindsay, I know your story, but um, for those listening, can you share what happened in 2007 that left you brain dead and paralyzed?
1: Absolutely. So long story short, I woke up to complete darkness. I had no clue where I was. I went to move and I couldn't move. I went to call out and I couldn't speak. The only thing that I could see was the moonlight shining through an unfamiliar window. And so in that moment, I started to panic because obviously some psycho has kidnapped me and is waiting to torture me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because what other logical explanation could there be? And so I actually panicked so much that I exhausted myself out and passed out. And the next time I woke up, I thought that was like a crazy lifelike like nightmare. And I said, I don't ever want to have one of those again. I don't know what I ate. I don't know what I was watching, but I don't want it ever again. But then I slowly realized that I still didn't know where I was. I still couldn't move. I still couldn't see. I still couldn't speak. The only thing that had changed was now the sunlight was shining through that same window that I knew wasn't mine. But before I could panic again, I heard voices and a lady walks up to me and she starts asking me questions and I'm thinking that I'm answering her out loud. But in reality, it was only noises like uh, 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 Mm -hmm. coming out of my mouth because there was a tube going down my throat, keeping me alive. Okay. wow. Come to find out, this lady is my nurse, and she proceeds to tell me that an entire week earlier on May 13, 2007, the car I was driving went off the opposite side of the highway, flipped multiple times before landing upside down. I was cut from the car. My head was literally smashed between the ground and the entire weight of the car on top of me, and they pronounced me brain dead on the scene. Wow. Mm -hmm. What?
0: So what do you remember before that moment? Do you remember what happened? Or you just blacked out everything?
1: No, there's an entire week that I have no recollection. So my last memory before waking up in darkness was me driving home listening to music.
0: Wow. But I mean, what caused the car to do that? Was it did it just? um, Do you remember up to that moment? Like what happened?
1: No. Oh, so I okay. lose memory before it actually happens. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we don't know if it was a hit and run. We don't know if I fell asleep. We don't know if it was an animal, like no clue. Wow.
0: Wow. I know. I've heard this before. And every time I hear it, Lindsay, it's just so powerful. And so you're waking up to this, like this, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they pronounce you brain dead and paralyzed, but then you actually walk out of the hospital. So can you yeah. share like your mindset <laughs> around that? Because that is so powerful.
1: Yes, yes. One minute I'm minding my business uh, driving home from visiting my mother on Mother's Day. The mm-hmm. next I'm waking up to being told that not only had I been brain dead for the past week, but I was also amongst a long list of injuries paralyzed. And so in that moment, the only thing I could think was, one, thank God I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And obviously, thank God I wasn't in some psycho's basement.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but I recognize, like, I don't know what it was, but it was just something inside of me that said, like, it doesn't matter if you cry for The rest of the month. It doesn't matter if you throw yourself the world's biggest pity party. What's already done is done. Like you can't change the past. So how do I create the future that I desire to live? And it was in that moment that I recognized I could either be a victim to my circumstances,
0: Mm -hmm. which unfortunately
1: a lot of people settle for or I could be a victor over my obstacles. And I chose the latter. And that was the first step in in just shifting my mindset, because I truly believe my mindset was a key factor in how quickly I recovered.
0: Wow. And the, and the doctors say that it's it's a miraculous, like mm-hmm. what happened with you after because I think you were even in the newspaper, right?
1: Yes, yes. There were three news articles written. Um, The very first one was front page news and the actual headline says miracle on the highway. Woman believed dead is now alive in Indianapolis hospital.
0: Wow. That's so amazing. Your story. And I'm just curious, like what encouraged you to keep going despite the challenges? Because you had challenges after the accident, right? But you Mm -hmm. kept going.
1: Yes, I knew the life that I wanted to live.
0: That I mm-hmm. desire
1: to live. And so, one thing that I always say is very important is to one, be faithful. Be faithful that no matter what is happening to you, it's gonna work out for your good. It's mm. in the Bible for the spiritual listeners, Romans 8, 28. It's in science for you know people that maybe believe in other things, but it's all around us. So there was a study at John Hopkins University where that they did on rats, and what they found is that whenever you have hope or faith that things will work out for you. Mm -hmm. That there's a bigger purpose and that, you know, everything's going to work in your favor, you increase your risk for survival by 60%.
0: Wow. Wow. The percentage
1: is high. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) No wonder why I'm a survivor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You have to believe that, you know, that there is a bigger purpose. But that starts with you trusting and having faith that no matter what I'm going through right now, it's going to work out for my good in the end, even if it looks like something different currently.
0: Wow. You know, I use that, that mindset every day, like, especially when I was a single mom of four boys, I would always tell myself, we always have enough. Everything Mm -hmm. always works out for the best. And we are always taken care of. And that really got me through those tough times of thinking, are we going to eat today? Yeah. Right. Or are we going to have a roof over our head? But yeah, that is so powerful what you just shared. Um, and for those listening, write that down. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Put it there, up on your wall.
1: <laughs> so much more. You know, I talk yeah. about creating a yeah. first class life and You know, that's not just a cutesy phrase like, oh, I'm living my first class life. No, Mm -hmm. like, it actually is an acronym, and every single letter in first class life stands for a different characteristic or skill that you want to embody into your lifestyle as much as possible to be able to create a first class life, which is a life full of purpose, fulfillment, and happiness. And not Mm -hmm. only does it help to bring joy and purpose to your life, but it's a ripple effect. So everybody connected to you also benefits from the overflow of the life you're creating for yourself.
0: Wow. And I know you teach others to master their mindset with increasing the three pillars of self. So can Mm -hmm. you share what that is? Because that is so fascinating.
1: Yes, yes. So I have this, this method that I call the three pillars of self. And that stands for self worth, self discipline, and self-care. Self-worth, self-discipline, and self-care. And mm-hmm. those three pillars are subconsciously connected to every single thing we do in life both personally and professionally. You can usually tie anything back to one of those things. You're either flourishing in in one of those or are all of them or you are, you know, neglecting an area. And so it's very important to understand how self-care, self-worth and self-discipline are impacting our different behaviors. Mm -hmm. And if you go back to the word first-class life, the three S's in that phrase stand for those three pillars, self-care, self-worth and self-discipline. So it's all connected. And that's why, you know, have you ever been in a cycle of some sort, like mm-hmm. maybe a relationship? A downward, a downward <laughs> cycle. <laughs> and you're like, I know I keep saying I want different, but why do I keep finding myself yes. in this same type of situation or this same yes. relationship or this same dot, 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 fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. It's yes. because of those three pillars. There's, there's something lacking or there's an obstacle or struggle within those three pillars somewhere subconsciously that is holding you back from overcoming that obstacle. And so we have to be willing to, you know, identify the root cause of those things and then be willing to heal and do the work so that we can overcome those invisible barriers.
0: Yeah, because, you know, the self-worth, like I've worked on all of that um, my whole life, but now I'm challenged with the discipline, like mm-hmm. the self-discipline, because <laughs> I keep going into this, like what you just said, the cycle of like, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Why is this happening to me? And and I realize it's my self-discipline now. Mm-hmm. It's not the self-worth or the self-care or self-love or any of that. But it's like, I'm not disciplined enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I really love how you brought that in because I always looked at self-care, self-love, selfishness, right? And I, I never heard the self-disciplined. So that was really eye-opening for me. I'm glad mm-hmm. you shared that. Absolutely. So can you sh- can you share like who or what inspires you every day and why? Because I really um, I'm fascinated with like what people say about this. And I just <laughs> wanted to know, like, do you have anything that inspires you or something that you do to get you going, like to keep you going every day to keep you motivated?
1: Yes. So, you know, there's the typical answer of my family, I'm creating a legacy. And yes, that is true. That definitely keeps me pushing. But what really gets me going in those specifically in the moments whenever I want to give up and I want to throw in the towel and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, because aside, here's an aside, you know, social media and and all those things will show you the glitz and the glam, but Mm -hmm. there's so many tears and and late nights and and struggles behind the scenes that often doesn't get publicized. And so specifically when I'm in those moments where it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm working so hard. Like, what am I doing this all for? Yeah. (laughs) Especially in the beginning when the bank account doesn't match the effort, right?
0: Right. Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's those moments whenever I feel like not, I feel like I know that God strategically places people Mm -hmm. that I've served in one way or another, whether they heard me speak or they maybe read my book or they were a client or they just follow me on social media, one of them will pop up with at just the right time and they will share <laughs> some words of how I've impacted their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's always perfectly time. And whether it's a long paragraph or like a simple statement, it's like the perfect set of words. And it's like those moments right there, they keep me going because it reminds me that this is bigger than me. Mm, yes. <laughs> this is bigger yes. than me. And if I don't show up and walk in my purpose, and, and use the gifts and the skills and the knowledge that I've gained along the way in my journey, that somebody is going to suffer because I'm being stingy or because, you know, I'm being prideful or I'm being fearful of dot, 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 whatever it is. And and yeah. so that's what really keeps me going is, is the people that I serve.
0: Yeah, that's that resonates with me, too, because that's what's been happening to me is, you know, I I feel discouraged and then somebody will either show up like you said or they'll they'll tell me like I've even had when I started my nonprofit last year um I didn't want to like I didn't know how to do it and one lady just showed up I never talked to her like, ever again it was just that one time and she <laughs> she just told me why don't you do your own thing because I was trying to go and you know collaborate with other organizations and nobody was getting back to me Lindsay so she finally just this lady just came into my life like floated into my life and told me this one thing that stuck with me. And I remember crying that day with her and I never talked to her ever again. But I started my nonprofit because of her,
1: mm. because of
0: those words she yeah. told me. And I am I'm, I, don't even know how to reach her. I was thinking, <laughs> like, how can I get a hold of her to tell her I started my nonprofit because of her, her encouraging words? Um, but it's just, you know, examples like that. And then, you know, sometimes I see feathers in my pathway or there's always a sign, you know, a butterfly, an orange butterfly or... Something that's showing me to keep going. So I, I thousand percent believe that.
1: Yeah. Um, I call those angel moments. <laughs> yes.
0: And I love those moments because I never experienced that until I was able to open up my eyes and ex- and open up my heart to that. Mm-hmm. So that was like something that I had this awakening, the spiritual awakening. And now I just see the world differently now, yeah. um, which is so magical. But I wanted to know. Like this question, so I love asking the guests this question. This is the last question is how will you show up in love for yourself and others?
1: So I have this saying that self-care is not selfish, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. When you practice self-care, you're giving the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Mm. And so that is how I show up in love for myself is that whenever I'm feeling a funk or whenever I'm you know feeling exhausted or maybe some negative type of emotions I give myself a moment to feel those emotions to be human and, and if I need to take a break, I take a break. If I need to take a nap, I take a nap. If I need to turn off work for the day, that's what I do because I know that if I'm operating at that lower level, then there's no way that I'm maximizing the impact that I'm destined to make. And so that's how I show up in love for myself is that I'm very intentional about practicing regular self-care so that I'm not forced to sit down down the line because <laughs> usually yeah. those moments come at inconvenient. Times, yes, and then how I show up in love for others is by being my authentic self. You know, I I don't promise to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist and perfectionism serves no one, but I do promise to show up in as who I am, flaws and all, and, and show up in excellence. You know, I might make mistakes. And, and I'll own those as long as I continue to grow and, and learn from them. And then, you know, just put my best foot forward so that collectively we can make a big impact in this world.
0: Wow. Wow. This has been so amazing, Lindsay. <laughs> um, so how can people find you? I'm going to put your um, info in the show notes, but how can they find you if they want to connect with you?
1: Yes, please do connect with me on these internet streets, okay? Because I like friends, all right? <laughs> so I am on all social media platforms, so just pick your poison. And the name is at Lindsay Vertner, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-V, as in Victor, e r t e N-E-R. So at Lindsay Vertner across all social media platforms. So if you, uh, you know, struggle with those invisible barriers like perfectionism or thinking doubt, and you're Mm. looking to increase your clarity, your confidence and your connections, reach out to me. If you need a speaker for your event, reach out to me and even just reach out and let me know an insight or an aha you got from listening to this podcast. Yes. (laughs) As well. And then I'd like to share a free gift for all the listeners because yes, yes, I'm all about taking action, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Take Action Download, TakeActionDownload.com, then you can download a free gift and it is an action plan guide to help you effectively begin to take action on your goals, whether personal or professional.
0: Yay. Yay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. My pleasure. This has been amazing and I look forward to catching up with you in future episodes. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at showupandlove to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.